0: I'm Leonard Nimoy. Join me for In Search of...
1: I Hi, gang. We're down at the Peach Pit with Brenda and Brandon and Donna and that twerp David and Kelly and Dylan and Andrea and let's not forget the other twerp, Steve. And we're doing another episode of... In Search of an Argument, in addition to those fine people, I am Jim Gentilly. I am here with John Heinz, and Peggy Bennett and Shelley Cummings. And we have a special guest today, my son, Will Gentilly, And he will be talking about some stuff in a minute. Stuff. But first, we have to do a special note that... There is a new This Day in History to report, which is that on this day in the year 2020, Peggy Bennett became the oldest person ever to be grounded for breaking curfew, as she did last night. And although some of us think the current occupant of the White House should be grounded for other reasons, Peggy gets the honor. So we'll start Top of Mind with Peggy Bennett.
0: Wow, that was quite the... (sighs)
2: 90210.
1: Punishment, slap in the face.
2: Oh, is that the reference? I was gonna yeah. say this. how many people Don, know what the reference is. John,
1: if you don't get the reference, don't say it on the episode. Oh. Okay. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. I feel
0: like that's it's more
2: about full disclosure.
0: Yeah, I agree. He's okay for saying he doesn't get it. I don't get why you did it, but I enjoyed it. Um, I did it
1: because I thought you would enjoy it, Peg.
0: Oh, thank you. Well you were right. So this what, time is weird what time did I text What time did I text?
1: Uh, to break curfew. a question. 12.
2: About ten of twelve. Ooh, really? That's what time really
0: we got home. Really close to
2: the witching hour.
0: Oh yeah. And the Top text of mind was... for me is that I am amazed that I feel so fine this morning because I was fresh as a daisy, overserved last night. Oh, assholes!
1: I'm right there with you, pig. Mm.
0: That's why we have these low voices. Were you and
1: Peg again? at the same party uh,
2: last night, Will? Yeah, or what me the... and
1: Peg were at the same part. It's true.
2: <laughs> Wait, are people drinking again? People yeah, are like always
1: drinking, John. <laughs> you know why?
2: Because
1: <laughs> they've stopped fearing COVID. They're not letting it yeah, dominate it's not their dominate life.
2: My life. for sure oh, that is that the new is that the new shtick? John, do you not get the news <laughs> in Chicago
1: anymore? i That still the president of, of the United States said we should not fear COVID. Not oh, that like yeah, that hair. okay,
2: that meme. I, I thought that's okay, what you were talking
1: about. That wasn't a Beverly Hills 90201 reference. That was actually. No, a I more heard it. I just figured <laughs> who.
2: Li- I didn't know anybody actually still listen to that guy. So, well,
1: some people listen to it so they can make fun of it.
2: But yeah, apparently, but that, that that's just lost feeds on the beast. As well, that
1: ever since you had a beast. kid, you're not you're not with it. Will, what's on the top of your mind? No. I already said it like eight thirty a little early. Okay, but what you say before we record doesn't actually count. (laughs) You have to say it when we're actually recording, so that the five people that listen to the show can know what's on the topic. Stream of consciousness. What's going on? i'm blank honestly it is early
2: i just want to throw out here will that when you were invited (laughs) to be a guest and you can say your availability state your availability and we have recorded on non sunday morning times (laughs) we do do that and Uh, will normally wakes up at about five in the afternoon on sunday that's kind of what i
1: figured you're so Um, funny shelly what's on the top of your mind you wanna tell us about how much you were drinking last
2: night? That seems
1: to be the theme going forward here.
2: She was editing a journal.
1: Shelly?
3: Sadly Shelly, are you there? Yes. Uh oh. <laughs> Sorry, you
2: were <laughs> muted. I unmuted you. Sorry. <laughs> it's what's nice of you, top, John.
3: What's on top of my mind is that I was um I sadly made the decision not to have my Halloween party this year.
2: Oh, dun-dun-dun.
3: Yeah. So it was a difficult decision to make, but I think it's the right one for this year, even though I've had lots of people send me suggestions for food ideas, Halloween-themed, of course. But that's what's on top of my mind today.
1: I think you should have two next year.
3: Yeah. My one friend, Steve, said, just have a huge, huge blowout next year. I'm like, unlike my other parties yeah exactly (laughs) because you're
2: so
1: known for being restrained shelly you should have one like halloween weekend next year you should have one on friday night and one on saturday night
3: Mm, yes how is anyone gonna have
1: fun in annapolis if you're uh indianapolis Indianapolis, Indianapolis, whatever the indian part indian yeah
3: (laughs) if i'm not having a party they won't they Um, won't it's just a matter of fact. That, They'll have to that, go
2: to the raceway and lay down in front of a car. Are we all in agreement that when you're drinking, you're just more likely to pass the pandemic around? You mean trying
1: to hook up with
2: someone else? Yeah. Well, that's, that's probably... a no brainer. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be the most. <laughs> I don't know that <laughs> alcohol
1: per se is, but I don't know. But we have a, we have a nurse on the program, although I'm I not agree. sure she's I in agree. shape
3: to get What the nurse do you mean, mean by drinking spreads the pandemic? I don't get that. Cause I
2: agree because you spit, loosen you slur your, your words like getting me. into your Uber, and you're oh. kind of like, oh. you don't know, put your mask on, no. and you're, too, yeah. you're likely to get no, closer because you want to get closer to okay. that okay. You're with with a the person on. you're attracted to. I see. I see.
0: <laughs> I think it's because you, I started the party outside last yes. night. had peggers. And was about <laughs> What? I started the party outside last night and vowed to stay outside. And going. by the end of the party, I was inside taking pictures. So, yes, I agree
3: that it, we can spread right. it. The, that, that's it. Drinking leads uh, to loss of
2: vows.
3: Loss of good. Look, good temperance is bad, sense. you guys.
2: Temperance
1: is good. So uh, <laughs> let me tell you what's on the top of my mind. And I'm sorry that I'm breaking the theme of reckless behavior. But I wanted. <laughs> what's on the top of my mind is that almost three years ago, at this very nascent podcast, we had a outstanding guest on whose name was Shelley Cummings, and we talked about uh, genetic CRISPR modification and CRISPR. And largely a result of the publicity from our podcast, two <laughs> women scientists this week were awarded the Nobel yeah. Prize in Chemistry. For their work developing CRISPR, I think it's fair to say that without our podcast episode, that would never have happened. Yeah,
2: for
3: sure yeah. no we I were, agree. we're, no, we're, we're the the had, that was uh
1: yeah, that was really interesting and fabulously great news. Shelley has the perfect NPR
2: voice too it's very very she nice, does. very soothing. Thank
3: you. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Yeah. When Alex Berger listens at double speed, she still makes sense. When you listen to me at double speed, it sounds like it sounds like crickets. At any speed, you do not make sense. (laughs) But it is your turn to tell us the top of your mind.
3: We all love Uh, each other. The top of my
2: mind is that um, my sister got a brand new espresso machine for her birthday, a fancy new Mm -hmm. at home espresso machine. And I have just been basically lit up since then. So the new temperate, caffeine is the new non-temperance.
3: What brand espresso machine did she get?
2: It's actually a Breville. So it's the, you know, it's the, it's oh, the, okay. it's the inexpensive yeah. at home one, but it's still like, oh, I don't know, what is it, 800 bucks, 700 bucks or something? No, it's not cheap. That's a lot. Wow. Yeah, it's not cheap. Yeah, it's not cheap. But it's like, it is so nice. It is so nice. It makes wow. such a nice espresso. And uh, that's, yeah, that's top D- of mind for me. Delicious. Yeah. Tasty. So, we're going to move into our we're going to move into our discussion today. I forget that I See, this is kind of a setup, Jim. I'm supposed to do the transition, but I'm also the guy who like went last. It makes very little sense, but let me make a transition. <laughs> our guest today is Will Gentilly. William, William is a uh is a longtime New York resident and longtime friend of the podcast and guest on the podcast uh for, and and has come on in multiple expert settings. Today his expert role is a conversation about basically I think basically this is his second time pandemics. on the podcast, just no, to be clear. But. No. No, no, no. You've been on more than twice. I think you? this is only my second. No. But... Yes. Is that John. true? Yes, John. I clearly
1: wasn't invited more than
2: once. I, you know what? You were at <laughs> you were in the hotel room when we did the Charlottesville episode. No.
1: That's true. John was on the Charlottesville episode. But I know. No, no, was he wasn't in on the, room. the Charlottesville, but he was, was in the, the
2: hotel.
1: Oh, I see. Where it was recorded. Am I right? He was also in the hotel room when we recorded the first Nikki episode.
2: See and see and I knew that because I'm a spatial guy, so I like picture things in space. As
1: we pointed out earlier, what happens outside the recording doesn't actually count. This will (laughs) be edited out, bro. Oh yeah, oh yeah. All of
2: this will be edited out. It'll all be gone. (laughs) Yep. Cleaned up. If we edited all out this all up. bullshit. Then we would have no podcast. So. so, Will is on today as a guest. Talk. We're talking today about pandemic employment issues. Yeah. And uh, as we all know, we're in a K-shaped recovery. So, um, <laughs> we're we're here we're we're here for Will to ex- explicate upon that for us. <laughs>
1: Sounds good. Where, where would you like me to
2: start about well, the K-shaped you, recovery? Well, <laughs> yeah. well, I guess let's just hear your story. I think I think give us what, what's going on. What's been going on? Because you're in New York. You're at yeah. the belly of the beast.
1: So, Although, of course, that's no longer true, John. That was true six months ago, but not true. Yeah, well,
2: if It depends how you define belly of the beast. Right. The way I meant it was the epicenter of where it began in America. That's, that was, that's the belly of the beast, not where that's it's true. currently hotspot. But if you choose to interpret it that way, Jim, then you're right. It's not the belly John, of the beast.
1: Perhaps the <laughs> new espresso machine is not so good for the podcast. I,
3: <laughs> I was going to say the same thing.
1: I I took some cocaine To get me ready for (laughs) this Well, this this is actually going out on like The public (laughs) (laughs) airwaves And sometimes your mother listens to this podcast Oh (laughs) Uh, So I did not do cocaine This morning
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, how quickly her uh, story changes. Yeah, yeah. Nope, no
2: cocaine jokes. <laughs> I'm sorry. For the no, no, five no, you can people. Do so, takes cocaine only crystal mouse <laughs> <else>. jokes. <laughs> uh, and, and heroin. allow that. Heroin jokes. Heroin jokes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, so, Will, the question so on so the on table the is guess, <gasps> I'll start. I guess Here so. What, you go. Yeah, start. Yeah, no. Uh, before the pandemic, I was working at NYC Ferry. I was working in the engineering. F-A-I-R-Y? No, the actual boat ferry. Not, you know, know, with wings, all that. Not that ferry.
2: Okay. Just checking.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah. I think that my dad would like to make the joke uh, they should change their name to NYC Gay to be more appropriate.
2: Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That you don't want right. to write.
1: But you don't want to make a that joke, as a matter of fact, but go ahead. <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry. He's, he's woke. He is. And you are not awake right now. But Not that's at all. Not at all. <laughs> no. So before the pandemic, I was working at NYC Ferry. I was in the engineering department. Basically, I handled logistics. Logistics yeah (laughs) yep i can speak Uh, (laughs) um god uh so i would order the parts for the boat and anytime they needed filters or anything i would be the guy reaching out for quotes or i was the guy to get all the parts Yeah. yeah 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 We're more interested in what you've been doing How many since books? the pandemic started. But okay, I was I was giving background, but yeah, I of like course this. It, It's I'm flavor.
2: Sorry. It's color.
1: Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, okay. there was a downturn uh, for the company in in March. I was laid off. As March. millions of other Americans were as well Right, of exactly I was probably going to get fired But, you know, uh, <laughs> being laid off was Because of the pandemic I mean, was a was blessing In so disguise bad. Yeah, yeah. Shelly so, would have been happy to fire you She has no problem firing people so. Shelly? Yeah That's fucked up You Yeah <laughs> <laughs>
3: Why are you so
1: happy to fire people, Shelly? That's not cool.
3: I seek no pleasure in having to fire people or let people go or transition them into jobs that they had no intent in going into. So I vehemently disagree with Jim's comment.
2: (laughs) It wasn't Jim. It was about right. Oh sorry.
3: I was trying to go fake it.
2: (laughs) It was a good Good. try. Good try, (laughs) you
1: We like it. it. So, Will, go ahead. Get back to your narrative. So you were laid off, and then what happened? I was laid off, and I was, as uh, John pointed out, I was in the heart of the, what was at the moment considered the uh, pandemic, you know, uh, center. Epicenter. Epicenter, whatever, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I stayed in New York, unlike some people. I I I, well, yeah, I wrote cowards. it out. Yeah,
2: they're cowards. So yeah, Peg, man.
1: Maybe we should re- just rego a different way in this episode. Peg, what were you drinking last night? Were you drinking Quiddy or what? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you hate my
1: voice, and you're yeah, like, why Peg, are you let's changing? You drinking? <laughs> yeah, no, because yeah, Will <laughs> was drinking last night too. So yeah, because yeah, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Damn it. <laughs> Why are we changing the topic? Yeah, I don't know. Because Will Will has been was out drinking last night. But as I well, sound, so. Do I not sound articulate? Do I sound like you know? You do.
2: I'm sorry. I'm great. no James Baldwin. All right, I apologize. <laughs> no, you are like James Baldwin. You sound like James Baldwin. So yeah, you sound a lot like. Him. I sound like an elderly, small, black gay man. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm.
1: But. <laughs> I don't know I don't what to say. Are we taking that.
3: another stage left? That
1: one may be cut <laughs> out too. Yeah, so. all right, <laughs> sorry. Justin, cut this out. Nip this in the butt. Look oh, at Will, name checking our editor. Yeah, uh, yeah, I never yeah, had my impressive. butt nipped, but hmm. I know things about this podcast. I've listened, no I've listened to it.
2: Wait, I don't wanna give up on the I don't wanna give no, up on the other. Go ahead. So will. Will. What were you yes. say? So you yes you, you're you're unemployed. Yeah. You're laid off.
1: I am. Uh what happened next? Well the actually the benefit of when I was laid off, I was able to file unemployment, you know, yeah. and, and it was before, I mean, even more massive layoffs. So I've been kind of like like I don't know if it's surviving. Sequ- yeah, sequestered in my room a lot, not doing anything right. because everything that I used to do, like go to movies or anything, was shut down. So I've been really, uh you know, it was just me and one other roommate well, for the most. Well, uh, well part. let me ask
2: you a question: Were did you immediately start looking for for more work, or were you like, "Look, this is going to take a while"? No, I'm I, this out"? I, yeah, I, I
1: mean, there was nothing. There wasn't work to look for in terms of office work because that's what I mostly been doing once everything shut down in march there was no one hiring really
2: unless you were like amazon right right exactly that's where you see all the job postings yeah well, but it, is, it seems ironic because it seems like office jobs were being done they were just being done from yeah home. remote but
1: uh i guess people at the at the beginning were not really like hiring new people unless you were already like
2: working a lot of people right. did remote All right. so this <clears> this holding pattern you were in went on how long before oh. you said like I gotta I I gotta get a job. Uh it went on till like July. Okay. Wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. It right. went on. So in for July what happens? Uh I actually
1: of all places I I met someone at a bar.
3: See? Wow.
1: Yeah who so uh So unusual. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh this this lady I met at a bar who was in film production or production and we were just talking, I was like, Oh I studied film and all of this other stuff and Actually, one thing led to another. Now I, through her, have been getting multiple uh, gigs working as a production assistant on different, uh, you know, commercials, music videos, and stuff like that.
0: That's a great story. Yeah, it's everything is everything you're
2: doing remote?
1: No, I'm actually on set, and we're it's it's yeah, it's where? it's it's uh like New York, Brooklyn, New Jersey, okay, different places, all over. Yeah, okay, got it. But it's um obviously they take quite they're very cautious about you everyone every time you're on set you have to wear a mask like it's you know they take your temperature every time before you go anywhere how many people are on the set Um, just total bodies total belly buttons it depends on the the production but i would say maybe like crew wise it's like the most it's like 40 to 50
3: and are wow. these commercials for TV or commercials yeah. for any they're, media?
1: Yeah, they're. I think they do like stuff for social media, but it, I think these will be broadcast in a way that you could see them.
3: Oh, that's cool. So will you, will you
2: be you, credited. The pandemic has been a net. Positive. I don't know
1: if I'm going to be. Yeah, it's actually been a blessing in disguise. Is what I was saying. This, this, although people have died, I have started to
2: live in the way that <laughs> I should be living yeah <laughs> well let me i, I mean i it's, it's you know it's funny you bring okay. it up that way because well, no 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 but it's funny Will brings it up that way but i actually think the same thing like i like there is a weird like i do feel like the the people out there who say like that this is going to be some kind of like a, a purging of the like a, or a, ch- a massive change of people in their jobs because just, there's this upheaval that from this upheaval at least some people. I mean, a lot of people are going to be hurt and horribly. A lot, even quite a bit, are dead. But there are going to be some people who are going to just ha- come out of this with having the shakeup having been good
3: for them. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, I think people I are also that. going to look at their jobs in a different way. Like, oh, I've been spending a third of my life behind this desk. Yeah, and realize what now was I, doing I really when hate I could it. Have been home with and my Peggy, baby. Yeah. Do
1: you agree?
0: I want to know if um, Will's dating that woman now. <laughs>
1: We're we're yeah we're officially in love already. After no one no time. don't say things that you don't want people to hear. That's sarcasm. Tina's you can't not going to listen to this up. podcast. Wait, no is. Tina the woman that got you the gigs. <laughs> no, that's a uh, another friend of mine, Stephanie. She's been great. Okay. She's been... that's so what I was I wondering think she if, she was if you were dating her. Dating Stephanie. I, yes, mean, I was. She. I mean, obviously not. I mean, that's a professional uh, relationship. I can't. You know. Do that? I don't think that would be appropriate. She's in a she's in a relationship.
0: Well, I didn't she... know. I didn't know any of that. Wait, wait, you wait, said I don't, you I don't her think her at a Peggy's
2: premise is incorrect. I don't think Peggy's which no, is the premise. I mean, the premise I mean, is that do people do people who are attracted to each other, but you know for whatever reason it doesn't really it's you know yeah. it's, they don't really ever manifest that attraction. Does do they tend to want to occasionally enjoy working together or kind yeah, of I don't, ma- that's a good and that question. happens all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think
1: so. I don't know because she's like in a long term relationship, and I you know I'm not gonna obviously genuinely wreck that and uh no but it's been wait do you want to
3: i don't <laughs> think so <laughs> yeah. i don't
1: know not, i don't I'm know i feel like you. that's unethical
2: i don't know it is unethical it is but i don't think it's unethical to go to a bar be attracted to someone not hook up with them and then discover you actually have interest and might want to yeah. work together uh, that's maybe, totally normal I mean, and healthy th- th- and the way the might world have works been, i
1: don't know like Honestly, I don't know if I feel that way towards her. Mo- uh, I don't know if she feels separately. I don't know how she feels. Well,
2: so talk about the work a little bit, Will. So t- so like just give me a like you hey, want in terms of about
1: up- Tina, the woman you are attracted to.
0: Oh, no, I right. don't. Well, all right. well Peggy, yeah, we can talk about that too, well, but keep going on this. Right.
1: Just hearing right, your voices, Shelley and uh, Peggy, I'm very attracted to both of you too. Well, we can oh, hang nice. out. Oh,
3: wow. Thank you. And Peggy's in <laughs> a long term relationship as oh, well. Peggy's so. in a long term relationship. Yeah, that would called well, marriage,
1: actually, but that's, you know, that's nice. not going to work out. Just talk right, to Jim it about it. I'm not,
3: by the way, though. Oh, there's available.
1: Yeah, what up, Shelly? So this ends up being like a sequel to the online dating episode. (laughs) This is better than the bar. Shelly, I'm coming to Naptown. We're going to hang out, bro.
2: Naptown. Naptown. I I never heard Indianapolis called Naptown. That is Uh, hilarious. It's not. It is a deeply disturbing name. Do people there actually embrace the title? I
3: don't know. I don't hear it too much um, is it
2: ingest when it's used
3: so why why do you think it's called um nap town
2: because it's sleepy it's like a sleepy no, suburb. <laughs>
1: it's indian nap oh, john yes oh, exactly that's oh, where i really, figured we were really complicated to, yeah. by the yeah, way yeah. saying, uh, you didn't have to God. think about it too much <laughs> honestly. I thought as is often the case john has gone beyond the obvious explanation <laughs> To the arcane. Nap? A nap? Useless. I don't think
2: a nap is that. I don't think my interpretation was that weird. Peg, please. I need a, a ruling. Yeah, here. no.
0: I hear you. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't really
1: like. <laughs> Peg oh, trying to prove that she is still here.
0: I am uh, here. I and I yeah, turned I up my gain, and I'm yeah. doing all the things. So I'm just. She's just in love checks
1: To be fair, she's enthralled with what i have to say
2: even though yeah, she's married trying to let we him all speak enthralled with what you have to say will so please continue well so that is what's next so tell will tell us about what you're doing so i want to know where is this going for you like where, where do you see question. this heading
1: uh i mean it's to be honest i'm like working in the industry although it's like the very unglamorous part of like you know i'm bottom man at the totem pole but like i'm actually working in production which is great it's not, right. you know, I'm not, you know, Orson Wells. I'm the guy that gets Orson Wells' coffee. But yeah. uh, I've done, like, various things. Like, actually, on Thursday this past week, I was, I drove talent from New York City to Columbia, Maryland and then cool. back for, that was, like, my gig, basically. I worked a little yeah. bit on set, but I was driving, you know, I've become, like, the, the go-to driving PA in some regards. How far away
0: is that? Well, How long that's, did you drive?
1: That's about uh with every uh, it was like three and a half hours each way it's
0: almost wear to, masks?
1: It's almost to where i live oh, yeah almost i yeah almost to where i grew up
0: and does he wear a mask did your talent wear a mask uh, and did you yeah,
1: i had to wear a mask the entire time i drove them yeah but on the way back i got to you know take it off because i was alone so that was so much better and it's did like you
0: talk? to the talent or did you just a little ride bit in But silence? they
1: little bit a little bit but they were you know they kind of actually slept in the back so that was kind of like, like you can't really talk to sleeping people and you so- and to the did podcast. you a little
0: you of a little bit And a little
2: no,
1: get of a day rate i a day rate. i a day a day player, is what
2: they call it you they know, i it. a well I that's what Well, want to what i are those a of the 50 people of the that are on the that are of the set? How many are employees? That's a good contractor.
1: Or subcontractors. I mean, the PAs, like myself, are always independent contractors. But I think the production supervisors uh, sometimes work for the production company itself. So they would probably be considered employees, you know, whatever, LLC employees or something like that. Right. So, Will, can I ask you a question? Yes. So you've worked like for a bunch of different production companies yeah, actually, during the yeah. past. Are there a lot of people like you that are like that are on these gigs together? Like you see the same people working on the gigs, or well, is it because the same person is getting these gigs? I've actually worked a number of with her and similar uh, people that are. So PAs. in other words, she's sort of she's the sort of person who gathers the crew for these yeah. gigs. So it tends to be the same group of people. Yeah, actually, yeah. The like people. for a number of the gigs, I've worked with her, but like the first gig I got, she was able to give me, uh, give my uh, recommendation to someone else. And I worked with people that I haven't worked with since, but mostly it's, I've recognized some people from, from gig to gig.
3: And Will, how long does a com- typical commercial take to film?
1: You know, it's funny because uh one of the things I worked was one commercial or multiple commercials and it takes like the entire day to f- do one It's surprising yes. how wow. long it takes to get like even a 30 second or a 60 second ad done.
0: Wow. A whole day. Hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. And do you get do you have benefits? Do you have uh health insurance? No,
2: not at all. Well, that's why I'm asking will like like long term like I I have okay so I <laughs> have always I, my basic premise is I've always respected people who are living freelance or consulting because right. I just I've, I was always the coward who needed a paycheck. And like, I you know, I just I couldn't bring myself to do it. I mean, and, and not that I had that many opportunities. Most of the opportunities I had were for jobs, but I just find it like so interesting. That's from what I can tell of what you're saying. That's the path for you, right? You're going to be this. You're going to be freelancing. Yeah, for a long, it's going to be. It's going to be. Have have run, learned? Yeah. yeah. Well, what have you learned well, about it?
1: Uh, What I've learned is it's, you know, it has its own, like, the idea of this, like, I maybe, I guess, romanticize the idea of being a filmmaker and stuff. And a lot of the Uh work, uh, what I'm doing is, like, so unromantic. It's, like, these, like, runs to get, like, supplies or water or stuff like that (laughs) has nothing to do with the actual what is the substance of what we're filming. And, I mean, it's going to be a while till you, and you have to, like... Work your way up. It's kind of like you know you have to pay your dues.
3: So I find this interesting because my nephew, who is a junior in, at Indiana University, he is also in film production. He's studying that, and he has yeah. spent some time recently on some movie, ironically, kind of sets. And he yeah. moved around for to uh, gaffer. Is that the yeah, electrical yeah. person? Yeah, yeah. And for the, somebody
1: who works on the lights, right? Right, yeah.
3: And he assisted with the production. And then now, as a result of just that little weekend thing, he's been asked to do many more projects with them in different capacities. So it's interesting how you just have a conversation with somebody. it it evolves into something bigger that yeah. you're meant to spend your time doing. So it kind of had to happen to him the same way.
1: Yeah, but uh, it's good for him to, it, the more specialized, if you want to do camera or some department, that helps you a lot, too. Um Does getting it? Work. Okay. I mean, if you're if you're like, I want to be a gaffer, I want to work my way up this route, then it's much easier for you to get there. But if you're like, you have these uh, notions of wanting to be like the head honcho, director, writer, you have to actually do it your, yourself. It's not going to like, no one's going to offer you on... The set being like to oh, be yeah. their boss. Yeah. Be right. my boss.
3: Right. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> hey, can exactly. so you take this job and be my boss? Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
3: All
1: right. Will, well, why don't you talk a little bit more about some of your specific coronavirus related experiences while you've been working? Well, actually there was, there was this, I guess, potential exposure on one of my sets. So like, so I tell, had to tell about how that happened, how you found out about it, what they had, what you well, told, the, what you did. The, yeah, to be fair, uh the production company that was involved that was like in charge of the shoot uh informed me very quickly and so I had to go in and get tested twice just to see if I, you know, because of the fact that I was I was part of what they considered the A group of people that were around the person that was tested positive, meaning closest yeah, to the person. closest exactly. And so the, basically they Funded the test so I didn't have to pay for it, but they were very strict, they were honest and straightforward. But basically, the concern is you know, I- I'm assuming from what they were telling me that this person was asymptomatic because they were, I mean, the person, the people involved in that particular shoot were young people that were the talent. Yeah. So, I, I mean, those are the, it is a risk every time I go on set, you know, obviously. But I'm gonna still continue
2: to do those well, jobs. Well, it's got to be difficult to do social distancing when you're moving. When when I mean, I, I just the nature of the work at some point must necessitate people right. being close to each other, yeah. right? I mean, I mean
1: it's it's, especially if the the uh, environment is very cramped, or like we're some, right. we're shooting in a like an apartment, or we're shooting in a house, it's hard to like keep six feet. It's like but that's the thing. Now they have a new they have a new job. Basically, that is like called COVID compliance officer, and they have them on set, and they're basically in charge of maintaining these uh, requirements.
3: But when you're in those tight quarters, you have masks on, right? Yeah. You're doing we, what you I mean, can we in that situation. That, I mean,
1: unless we're like taking a sip of water, we're always having our masks on. Yeah. So, but the but the do you go back a second just to clarify? So when they're on camera, when they're actually shooting the talent is not masked when they're no, actually shooting like yeah. when every time when the the camera's st- or they they've cut they they basically have to put their mask back on and but yeah no, there's no masks on
2: the talent when they're the actually actors. shooting yeah. yeah how about the tone on the set in the in in the age of pandemic i mean is is there i mean do you have any hints of their feelings of like kind of i don't know sadness or you know um, or hopelessness or fear or anything like that that you notice that maybe wouldn't be around at all if there wasn't actually during the, pandemic?
1: I, I, the the great thing is actually there's been it's kind of been very positive environment and not feeling of like this is terrible because i mean i think a lot of it is actually for them from what i feel like it's business as usual you know except for the change of people are wearing masks all the time but i think um I mean, I've only come into it like for a couple of months now, but there isn't that doom and gloom. I, I think it's more, I guess, what is the, the outside of after working or what people can do, you know, they can't really socialize or hang out. You can't have the rap beer the same way, you know, when people want to like have a drink or something, you know.
3: Yeah. I would imagine that um, with all of the compliance, the... That they have to do with COVID and washing down and wiping down everything. That everything is taking twice as long.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. They as have it like, normally would. Oh, absolutely. They have every time when we left uh, a particular shoot that I did like uh, last week. They they had to have a whole crew like sanitize the entire place and what the COVID compliance has to stay and wait until they get you know confirmation that everything was clean sanitized before they
3: can go. Yeah. And then I as far as the tone on the set, I would venture to guess, but you speak more to this, please, that they're kind of like, okay, this is awesome. Because we're, it feels like a sense of being back to normal a little yeah. bit, despite the masks and the bleach. Yeah, no,
1: I, I think, yeah, there's, because I know for a while, like, they were shut down. Like, film production was, and I now notice that people are still I mean, the really thing that it's really affected is the exhibition uh, of, you know, distribute. I mean, like, I worry about you know movie theaters more than I worry about film production itself. I mean, that's gone back to normal, and I think for some people, it's like, oh, we get to socially distance from people. That's great. I mean, I don't. Uh, it hasn't really changed what the the tasks are. It's just changed how you do it. I guess.
2: Yeah, you worry you about like the it? consumption end.
1: I I enjoy it. I mean, I hope to you know, you know, gain more experience and maybe like you know venture up the the ladder professionally. But you know, I I do enjoy it. It's uh, it's much more like that's why I say it's a blessing in disguise. I hated the work environment I used to be at. I hope that business fails and uh, <laughs> all the boats sink. Yeah, I hope they do. Uh, honestly, the, De Blasio, you suck. And uh, <laughs> I hope that your. There's a woman running against
2: him. Are you voting no, no, for no, her?
1: She's not. He's not running again. He's term limited. Yeah, oh, he's term yeah. limited. If he were running again, he would get about six percent of the vote. Yeah, because, because he's, he's, he's he's not very popular
2: at this point. Ah, no. Yeah, I heard.
1: I voted for him, and this is how he repaid yeah. me. So, yeah. uh, what did he do wrong? He did everything wrong. He's, he, he's a we- <laughs> he is basically a weasel. Uh, like what's one thing he did wrong? Like, well, his, his response to the pandemic wasn't like- And next week we'll be talking about the Indianapolis mayor and what's Well, wrong he with shut them. it down, right? I
2: mean, he shut everything down. He shut everything down. Cuomo no. Cuomo's, shut Cuomo's down. the
1: guy that's in charge, basically. Oh. He doesn't yeah. tie oh. his shoe Governor. without Cuomo oh. telling him what to do. But he, like the school <laughs> thing wasn't handed well from a lot of people. Like there was a lot of concerns from the teachers union, but- Overall, he just, like, the fact is, if that uh, company that I used to work with did not receive this huge subsidy, they wouldn't run. And the fact is, they're also, they were not experienced in running a, what is basically a mass transportation company.
2: Right. They That's do, what it is. That's it, what it is. Yeah, it's but, it's,
1: but it's a transportation these, company. Right. But these people are mostly known for booze, cruises, like things that are like, you uh, know, for leisure. But they're now essentially running what they – what de Blasio considers is an alternative to the subway, which will never really exist because
2: uh, – I, m- I didn't know that. So it's I mean, new. It, it ramped up or it changed what they were doing. Yeah. They it very oh, much random. Okay. There's I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought it was always there. This is a new. No, it's a, a new, new uh, add-on has replaced the subway. Oh. Okay, I get right. it. Now. It's, it's I didn't trying know that. to be an alternative, but the, the I fact is, see.
1: less people annually ride the ferry than one per, than a day a daily. It does not surpass a daily sub subway
2: rider totals. Well, yeah. But why would you? Who on earth would want to be taking the subway and says, like, "I'm going to go jump on a boat"?
1: I mean, I mean, it's nice in the. It's a very scenic route if you want to go to the beach. I mean, it's very <laughs> popular during the summer, obviously. Sure, 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 sure. I get it. Uh, but like, uh, I don't want to freeze my ass off in the dead of no winter, way. waiting for waiting for a
2: f- boat. Yeah. Will I have a question about about uh, New York versus Los Angeles for your yeah. career? That's, do you that's be a to good be question. In L.A. at some point, or are you? Are can you do all of this in New York?
1: Yeah, no, I guess it it depends on what kind of productions I want to do. I mean, there's a lot of like commercials here, music videos, but like, I don't know, if I I move, I want to move on to like features and like those kind of like narrative works. So I don't know, maybe that blend myself. I'm not opposed to moving to LA. I mean... So it is a good question because right now it's working out for me that I'm getting jobs. but like if I want to like move into that kind of uh, those kind of productions, maybe, LA might be the case. I mean, I've always told if Alex is listening, whenever he's ready to be his well, driver. Uh-huh. Well, I will no, tell no, no, you, this. I, well, cut it out, I, Justin. Cut it out. Well, cut, I will tell you it. this,
2: I will tell you this. This is funny. There was a I was listening to a podcast called China Talk the other day. This new one I just somehow come across and I like podcasts about China. And this it's this guy, and he's it's a good podcast. He does a commercial break, and during the commercial break, he goes, And now for a commercial break, and then it's his voice, and he goes, I am whatever, and then he says his name. He goes, he goes, hire me to be a consultant, or heck, hire me for a job. (laughs) And he basically made a commercial for himself on his own podcast. And I thought this guy's awesome and has gumption. And well, I mean, that's kind of, I mean, so I'm all for self promotion, Will. So if you're looking for a job, hey, put it out, John. Yeah, go for it. You can push yourself. Don't do that. It's
1: beneath you. Nothing is beneath you,
2: Will. Oh, um, I did hear I did read an article in I don't remember where it was. It was the Times or it was the Wall Street Journal, the Financial Times somewhere yeah. the last few days yeah. about the industry, about the, the about commercial making, about making commercials and how commercials are really stressed out right now because commercials are advertising, unlike maybe feature production is very much uh in the moment right i mean yeah, when no, but when it comes on tv it's today so should people for example in commercials be wearing a mask should people in commercials be social distancing um should they completely ignore it because people want to escape from it um are you seeing any of the work you're doing where where the pandemic is uh, is acknowledged on screen
1: so far no honestly okay. it's not been like but it is interesting when you talk about commercials because i didn't realize like how like when we're basically selling it's it's an advertisement for this product, I didn't realize how much the the company is like involved in terms of determining everything that you see on screen like they are through the entire process they uh either be a zoom or something they have either a representative on set or they're in the ear of the producer of the project like this is what we want this is how like they basically run the show
2: Interesting
1: I didn't realize like how much that I mean it makes how sense because because was. they are the client and we're we're selling their product so they want this is what how they want it so they're they're basically the the shadow director of the of the show
2: Well do you think there's any has there been a, have there been any things that you've done where you thought there could have been an opportunity for kind of a little virtue signaling around social distancing or mask wearing and they then they chose not to do it or is it just that they've avoided the subject entirely i think yeah i i just think
1: because of the nature of what the projects i've worked on yeah they don't really i mean it's not something that they really want to focus on
2: well, what do you guys think? I'm curious. What do you think? Do you think that there that we should be turning on our TVs and seeing commercials where people are social distancing and wearing masks, or not?
3: I do. I don't, I, don't I care. Think the, I don't
2: watch commercials.
3: It's true. I I was going to say most people I think fast for the,
1: forward through commercials whenever fast they fast
3: forward because they're recording. But I think the more positive images towards protection measures that are out there, even if they're subliminal, are better.
1: Yeah, uh, I would There agree. are some PSAs uh, that I've seen uh, for uh, yep. mask wearing and social distancing.
3: Well, no, but
2: I've actually, I mean, the article that I read actually said some advertisers are just like afraid to get to advertise at all right now because they're like, look, people are they depressed think it's and sad. So we're just going to stay away from it. And one of the company, the company that, it, you know, I remember this now, it was a Wall Street Journal article and it was Progressive Insurance is going, the, is the one company that's going the other direction. And they're like doing Dumping ads everywhere, yeah, they're, they're doing, doing stuff on. with fake Zoom and stuff, and they're doing it because yeah. they're like, they're like, we think there's, you know, people are going to come out the other end of this, and they're going to remember our name. Well, progressive, uh, and I just think has it's has interesting. A, progressive has done a lot
1: of uh, very sort of clever, creative advertising. They have campaigns. Yeah, my dad is a big Flo fan for sure. Flo is one, <laughs> one of the characters on one yeah. of progressive. Ads. Yeah, oh, Jim, I mean, I it's know. great. Yeah, it's not true, but. It's a good reference for Will. To
3: Some make. of them really make me laugh.
1: <laughs> Apparently, I keep telling lies regarding my father. I actually like the progressive sign spinner ads more than the flow ads. So, because <laughs> he's a uh, sexist, that's why. <laughs>
2: I actually love the world of advertising. I think it's it's when you, I think we, we take for granted just how much it runs the country. No, <laughs> and, and it
1: was very yeah, I mean, interesting. It, it fuels yeah.
2: Google for sure. So it's like, you know, I, I think we uh, we take for granted just how much it does. I hope and I I'm think not breaking that, my
1: NDA, but I worked for that particular company that you just mentioned. So, oh, okay. Okay. On one of those so goods. they are
2: out there. That's great. And by the way, John,
1: yeah. there's a fascinating television show that's only like 15 years old about the world of advertising called Mad Men. you might have heard of it at one like yeah, a exactly and it's a, and right stuff.
2: which is one of my right i love that show although right. i did stop i mean it is a season. period piece mm-hmm.
1: i don't feel like that's what goes on right now but nah, you know. not so sure okay, I okay mean, yeah, well you know, <laughs> people are banging their sec- secretaries all at work you know there isn't a thing called me
2: too that happened you're right i never had a martini at lunch yeah i wish i had i Will? wish i had it's time to move to the part of our podcast
1: <laughs> okay. that we call recommendation recommendations. Hour? Yes. Well, if, yes. Would you like to begin <laughs> by making your recommendation? I'll, yeah, I'll make a recommendation since I don't really read because I don't know how to. <laughs> My recommendation would probably be uh, of the motion picture variety. So there is a film I saw before the pandemic that I keep talking about and I still think about called uh, Wild Goose Lake. It's a film from China and it's basically kind of like a neo-noir kind of gangster film that uh, I still think uh, is very interesting and very well done. And I would recommend anyone, uh, I think it's on Amazon now. Uh, I would recommend people checking it out. It has some references to older films that I like in the way it works. And it's actually, funny enough, was filmed in Wuhan. which Ah, uh, cool. Mm. So it's the best thing to come out of Wuhan this year, for sure. Cool. Um, Yeah. So it's called The Wild Goose Lake. If you guys are interested, you should check it out. There's a link at
2: the end of the podcast.
1: Yeah, there's a link at the end of the podcast. Thank you. Uh,
2: I appreciate that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, who would like to go next? I'll go. So uh, mine's really simple. It's a Netflix show. I don't know if any of you have watched the last season, or maybe you hated all the seasons of, but I just finished the last season of uh, The Good Place, which is a, a comedy. Are you
1: recommending the entire thing? Or I'm
2: recommending the entire thing. and the last, already the last... done
1: that, John. Is that yeah, but the last season?
2: season. But well, so I'm actually it's four seasons, and they, they just so ended it with the fourth season. You don't have a new recommendation because you've already no. The new recommendation is season four, which just I believe came out not long ago. So
1: you previously recommended The four? whole thing, but now you're recommending. Well, but the whole thing at that time was three, three seasons. Or you just don't have anything else, and you've forgotten. <laughs> Jim, this you'd is the basic premise it.
2: probably oh, have with your interpretation of what the recommendations are. The podcast is a moment in time, so when you're making a recommendation about a about a show where future seasons have not yet come out. You're not just because you made the recommendation in the past doesn't mean I recommend Shelly
1: goes out with me. That's what I recommend. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah too. Oh. <laughs> yes. huh.
3: Anyway,
1: it was a good last season. I like the, the Peggy, If you want to get divorced, we could have a good time. You know.
3: She still go out with us. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: true.
2: Will, you never ask me out?
1: Oh, John, I would t- totally take you out. Ted has right. a lot of, to worry about. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I will just want to make sure Will's and keeping up, keeping up is. Uh, I mean, COVID is. Uh, a few days. Yeah,
1: COVID has kept me, you know, in my shell. I need to get out of my shell. My friends, come on. I can it's make another recommendation, Jim, life. if it's you want me to. My dating, life. Jim. Do you want a different I, I, you recommendation? Know, I think you should do what you want, John. Well, well oh I just, I didn't, think,
2: I don't know when season four was released, but I thought it was just released. I don't like know when season ago. four was yeah. released. To be fair, either.
1: Uh, the Good Place was actually originally uh, shown NBC on NBC. Show. Yeah. So, so it's not
2: Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Does that have
3: uh, Ted Danson in it? And yes, uh, it does. And a cute Bell. little blonde girl.
2: A
1: cute little Kristen blonde girl. Bell.
2: Yeah.
3: Is Kristen what Bell. her
1: professional name is. Yeah, Although I, I love think her. she was actually born under the name "cute little blonde girl." But I'm uh,
3: pretty sure that is true. Birth certificate. Shelly, do you have a recommendation? I do, as a matter of fact. Is Jim? it
1: flirty? Are you going to flirt with Will as part of your recommendation, or is I, this I, uh, I exact, that voice I will, is so I, flirty? So I, uh, you know.
3: <laughs> (laughs) I will hold myself (laughs) back from that. Uh, uh, My recommendation is Just pretend my dad
1: isn't here. Just pretend he's not here. (laughs) Most of the listeners to the podcast try to do that every two weeks. (laughs) Go ahead.
3: (laughs) My recommendation is to invest in an inversion table. If you have back pain or just kind of want the sensation of being upside down, kind of goes along with our- past episodes of space but yeah my neighbors explain what an
1: inversion table is
3: i will so uh, my neighbors had this table this inversion table uh and offered it to me in the summer and i passed it up until my trainer said you know what your back your back might get some relief with an inversion table and it's basically if you think of a you know what a sawhorse is with construction and maybe like on the side of the road that kind of thing well on the the peak of the sawhorse is basically a table that's on a fulcrum that goes back and forth depending on your weight. So you get in the table and you lock your feet in, kind of like roller coaster, kind of lock your feet in. And then you have these handles that you slowly use your weight, gravity, until you go upside down. And the premise of it is you are, you know, working against gravity and then your spine is extending. I saw that
2: in American Psycho. Well,
1: I hope to be inverted with Tina soon enough. You know what I mean? All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. (laughs) Okay. Hey, good, you have
2: a recommendation
1: that doesn't involve double
2: entendres.
1: <laughs> no well, so they, more I double entendres. tundra. Double on tundra. double entendres. <laughs> that was, that was yeah. a single entendre. <laughs> that, was
3: right, that was right out there. Entendre. <laughs>
1: I hope Tina's not her real name, but uh, anyway. Oh, it is very much her real name. <laughs> oh, very
0: good. <laughs>
3: Next. Dang. I don't really,
0: I don't know. I don't really have, I mean, it's only been a week. <laughs>
1: well, for our listeners, you have to pretend that it's been two weeks, Peg.
0: I don't really, uh, let's see, what have I done in the last week that I would recommend? I guess. doesn't uh,
1: have to be your, something you've done in the last week. What about your olive
3: green fingernail polish? Yeah, I like it. I
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I was trying to help you out. It could be something <laughs> that's
1: older, but preferably something that you haven't already recommended. yeah, yeah do I, rec- yeah, I, I mean,
0: I'm into apples again, but a year ago, I Ooh. recommended apples.
1: Yeah. apples. Um, well, well actually, ex- you, recommend, you recommended apple cider.
3: Super. Oh, no, she, a year she,
0: ago, she, she, I did apples. I said, yeah, like, we that's your super cider. Or something. Yeah. yeah.
1: I have to say, uh, your you know, recommendations so far are list. not exciting. Oh, no, you're I right. Know. You had to eat a sweet tango <laughs> apple. It's yes, okay. I see
0: yeah. That. So, okay, this year I'll say Zestars. I'm into Zestar apples. How's and how that? do you
1: spell Zestar?
0: S, no, Z E S T A R.
1: Wow. This is the saddest, whitest podcast I've ever been on.
0: <laughs> it is I know. I, it is very seen, like, I just, like, I just season six. <laughs> And an inversion
1: table. Those are the recommendations, <laughs> guys. Come on. Yes,
0: live, a little, live a little. Live a oh. little, guys. <laughs> My can other you, recommendation. Can
3: we eat it a, a desk apple while
1: you're using the inversion table? <laughs> shall we? Yeah.
0: Uh, it's a pandemic. You. What are we Choke. supposed to be doing? We can't do anything.
1: I mean, actually, there's uh, more did... stuff open in Naptown than there is in New York, I feel <laughs> yes, like. That's true. There is.
3: There that's is. Certain okay. My... Yep.
0: I
1: actually have a recommendation.
3: Oh, okay. go figure. Strangely <laughs> enough, <laughs> it's so not one
1: that I've done before. So I, I apologize for breaking the rules by oh, doing my something God. new. I'm going to recommend a book called The Man in the Red Coat. It's a work of nonfiction by the great British writer Julian Barnes. He's probably most oh, well-known for Julian his Barnes. novel the sense, of, sense, of ending, sense of an Ending, which, which I've actually read. We'll, even though Will apparently cannot read, he has actually read books. that book. That I've was a man it. booker prize winner. Julian Barnes is a great writer with an exceptional ability to turn a phrase and a great writer in the sense, not of the type where he's very showy about being a great writer. It just has a very effortless way with prose. This book takes off from a famous painting by John Singer Sargent called Dr. Posy at Home. And it's in the Arm & Hammer collection at UCLA, but it was on tour at the London Portrait Gallery and it inspired Julian Barnes to research Dr. Posy, the person who's the subject of the poem, and he found out uh, it's not a full biography by any means. In some respects, it's a meditation on the Belle Époque, because Dr. Pazzi was a famous French doctor, one of the first, if not the first doctor in France to to practice the modern, what we now call gynecology. And uh, for that reason, and also because of his— Did he use an inversion table? And that also because of his active love life, he was known as Dr. Love among uh, some people in the know during those oh, days. That should be the name of the episode, Dr. Love with Will. And oh, um, Sounds great. The Man in the Red Coat features observations about the past and history. And there's a couple of things I read in there. For example, he's talking about the difference between France and England and uh, all the different political exiles. That came from France to England. But then he says the main reason Britons sought exile in France was to escape scandal and to be able to carry on in their scandalous ways. It was the place to go for the upper class, bankrupt, bigamous, card sharp, and homosexual. They sent us their ousted leaders and dangerous revolutionaries. We sent them our posh riffraff. That is Julian Barnes. And The Man in the Red Coat is the book, and I strongly recommend it.
2: Thanks. That's great.
3: Very good. Who's taking us home? Yeah. Shelly. Oh, yes. Well, thank you, everybody, <laughs> for spending this uh, time with us today. We're very fortunate to have all you listening. Special As Mr. Thanks, Rogers said. <laughs> special thanks goes to Will Gentilly, our return guest. We also want to thank Ted and Lane for the music and Justin Mullins Who does the editing, does an amazing job making this all sound good and make us so we're not talking over each other. If you like this podcast, please take a few minutes to rate us in your favorite mechanism of rating us, uh, social media (laughs) formats. (laughs) Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, (laughs) Spotify. You can also tweet us in search of an argument. Send us a message. We love voice memos. We will record them and share them with you. Um, And you can also tell Siri, Alexa, Google to play our podcasts uh, when you're out mowing the grass taking a ride doing whatever you do to make your life happy as we get through these trying times so be sure to join us again in a fortnight and uh we look forward to having you listen to us bye all
2: bye bye Bye.